You just have the cursor on the screen. There's no GUI, and you do everything from command. What was that? Does somebody need to go wipe? It's not like somebody sank down into a really old leather chair. Did somebody say gooey? <laughs> oh, everybody welcome back to the digital soup podcast my name is jason and joining me as always is adam and usually dave now you guys know i found my childhood computer that i actually owned in 1987 in a box in the garage correct yes yes okay so if anybody doesn't know about the tandy color computer it is a line of computers that was made by radio shack tandy it started out the very first color computer was called the radio shack color computer one and then uh, Tandy had purchased them around the version I got, which is the Tandy Color Computer 3. So now it's called the Tandy Color Computer 3. But anyway, it is a very early computer around the same time as the Apple IIe and uh, the Commodore 64. These were like the competing computers at that time. And what was so cool about this was, well, not only because I owned it, that's one of the reasons why it was so cool, but it was my second computer I ever owned. Got it in 1987, a year after its release. I had saved up for it. I had been working at a grocery store, a local mom-and-pop grocery store called the Red Owl. Do you guys remember Red oh, Owl yeah. yep, grocery yep. stores? Yep. yep. I saved up money to purchase this. If I remember right, it was $299, I think, which would be about, what, six $700 nowadays. Anyway, it ran on what was called Color Basic 3. It was a... It was like a DOS variant, but it wasn't IBM compatible, so it wasn't called DOS, but it was just called, uh, you know, what I just said. What did I say it was called? <laughs> I don't remember. DOS okay. 3? But basically, it's a computer that DOS you just... Boot. Yeah, DOS boot. Is you, just, <laughs> you just have the cursor on the screen. There's no GUI, and you do everything from commands. You know, you would actually program in... The heck is going on there? Does somebody need what to go wipe? <laughs> well, obviously it must have been uh, Mister Usually Dave. And it's like somebody flatulence. sank down into a really old leather chair. Did somebody oh, say gooey? Got... <laughs> well, anyways, okay. What I have to tell you about this is this: the output of this was two twofold. It was either RF because you'd hook this to a television. Or it did have an RGB plug at the bottom where you could hook it to a specific Tandy RGB monitor, which was the CM8 was the model number uh, for this computer. Do well, you have that? I do not have that monitor. So I had to figure out how can I hook this up to a modern display? Whoa. I did research and I had to purchase a lot of stuff. The first thing I had to purchase was something called a switcheroo. And basically what it is, is it takes the RGB output of the Color Computer 3 and transfers it into SCART, which I've never heard of SCART prior to this, oh, but I Dave guess Dave just was... scarted just now. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess was pretty popular. SCART was back in the day. And then what I had to do to get the SCART then over to HDMI is I had to go and purchase an HD converter box where I plugged the SCART into one side 
and then the HDMI out oh, on the scar, other. Scar. What? But but what I'm saying is this was amazing because I hooked everything up to my uh, you know 32 inch IPS display here and. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I wanted to say DOS prompt, but it's not a DOS prompt. It's a color basic three prompt, I guess. Uh, now, I know what you're saying, Adam. Why? Why do this? Why go through all this money to actually get this working? Nostalgia, man. I am 50 in no, 20 you don't days. Have to, you, don't have to explain, you don't have to explain <laughs> the nostalgia piece, but did you know how much these are going for on eBay? What? Uh, the cheaper ones are going for five hundred bucks. The color computer three. Yeah, I ain't selling it, buddy. Okay, it's, it's well, my the, childhood. <laughs> okay, you don't want to sell your childhood for six hundred and fifty bucks. Now it's priceless. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, there's no way I could. I mean, I've had this. I've owned this machine since '87. Can you tell me anything that you actually have today that you had in '87? Um, not I, your body. I'm talking about material things. I My have underwear. at least one He-Man Masters of the Universe character. Do oh, you I've really got, from I've got yeah. all of my G.I. Joe characters when I was a kid. Yeah, but you rebought those in your 30s. No, I actually <laughs> refinished them, put new bands in the middle because they were all deteriorating and falling apart. But I went in and restored all of them. I still have them. My son has them now. He plays with them. I have my original NES. Dang. You okay, I guess you do then. But you got the NES after the N64 came out, though, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys do but, have some stuff. But you're as old way as older, me. so I mean, 87. Somehow that you makes son it of a because you're so old. <laughs> no, he's talking about me. I'm way older. Oh, I was, I was yeah, yelling I, at him. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Jason here, old man yep. River. Yeah, I just looked at the date. It's the second. So in 23 days, I'm 50. I'm a half a century. I expect a huge party, by the way. You guys are flying to Ohio. You're going to bring me some of that bowling alley pizza from Deer River, and we are just going to have an awesome time. So I hope you have it all planned out, all right? Well, let's be real. Do you really think a pizza or two would make it through a flight with Adam and I? <laughs> I mean, that thing ain't getting out of Deer River. <laughs> yeah. we, we aren't even getting to the airport yeah, before the, those are gone. The TSA said we couldn't bring it on board, so we had to eat it. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. And it's same with, you know, you bring that so, mouse wash and you have to drink the whole thing. It just I don't sucks. have a mouse wash. <laughs> hey, do you uh do you have games for that machine? I have every game for that machine because I really? also purchased something else. I purchased what was called the Coco, and by the way, Color Computer 3 was lovingly nicknamed the Coco. The Coco 3, the Coco 2, the Coco 1. Mm. Uh, you know, pretty cool. Yeah, the community is awesome. Actually, there is an awesome awesome Discord community for this plus a reddit community um and then just uh general other sites to get files and stuff from but i purchased cool. what was called the coco sdc the coco uh line took cartridges i mean you could get programs on tape five and a quarter floppy disks or you type them in you know you would actually in the back of magazines like the rainbow magazine which was one of the uh Color computer magazines, you could actually type in the programs, save it to your tape or disc, whatever. Oh, wow. But this, instead of being the controller for the floppy drive, which goes into the Coco 3, mm -hmm. it actually is an emulator. They, I'm looking they, at it. They created this from scratch, and it, it, it's amazing. I put an SD card in there with every single program ever released for the Color Computer 3, and just via that... I want to say DOS window again, but it looks like DOS. For anybody, 
that's the easiest way for me to explain it. It's a DOS prompt. You can load up a Explorer shell, which will just okay. what? You need to do a video on this. I want to see this thing in action. I right? know. I see this Coco SDC, and I want to see some stuff loading on your awesome, like your whole setup. Because yep. I think there's there's a lot of people that have this kind of thing. I know another buddy of mine has an old Tandy, and I don't I don't know if he knows it at all how to get it working. And I didn't either. I had to do a lot of research, but like I said, I found these these groups that are just awesome. Uh, so many of them. Uh, they do amazing things like, okay, so they had horrible controllers, these little analog sticks in the center. Think of it like an Atari 2600, mm-hmm. but way worse because uh, like the, the original one didn't even spring center. You would push it to the left and you would have to pull it back to center or over to the right. It would just stay in the position you left it at. So that one was horrible. That was a cheap one. They had a deluxe joystick where it would spring to the center. But mm-hmm. but those are horrible to use uh, today. So there is a gentleman on the Discord, the Coco Discord, where he actually has fabricated boards that will go into controllers. Like, uh, do you remember the old Gravis game pads that they used yes. to make for the DOS uh, computers back in the day? Yep. Well, he has a board that fits right into that, so all the buttons work on the Coco, and then an adapter at the end so you can actually plug it into the coco and use that instead of an analog stick so it's like 500 adapters to get it to work in a modern environment <laughs> oh it is dongles uh, we prefer dongles oh, yeah yes I well apple does <laughs> now if i ever do make a video of this there's so much to show on it now i know there are some videos on youtube you could just you know google uh not google but uh search in youtube i guess google and youtube are the same so i had it right the first time <laughs> Color Computer 3, and there's all kinds of videos on how to get this stuff to work, and I did watch a lot of those videos. Some of these games are actually really good, especially if you do the 512K upgrade to the Color Computer 3. By the way, it only has 128K RAM. 128K RAM. This is back when software developers and programmers actually really paid attention to every single bit of data. That was being programmed. Now it's like, oh, you want to up download? You, you have to update a video game 90 gig download. That's a day one patch. Yeah, that's a patch. <laughs> well, well, and see how much memory we have nowadays. And like Adam was saying, mm-hmm. when you only had to work with 128K, you did not have any bloat in that. You would optimize that program. Oh, yeah. Because you want as few lines of code to do everything that you needed to do. Otherwise, you're going to be, oh, I'm sorry, you're going to have to get that upgrade, that 512K upgrade. We need two floppy disks. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. I mean, I've had a lot of fun messing with this. I know I told you guys I really wanted to do videos, and I wanted to do, like, opening videos of each of the components, talk about them, put them together. But, you know, when I had everything here, I'm like, ripping, ripping, just putting it all together. I just had to do it so fast because it had been the, what is that, 87? That's 30 something years ago. I, you know, my, I don't do maths good like we talked about earlier. So, little known fact Jason's yes. patience levels with um, his computer actually outpace his excitement the first time he was with a woman. Oh, exactly. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> how do you pronounce it again? I want to say Kokato again, but it's Kokato. It's Kokato. Kokato. <laughs> All right. Uh, he yeah, this says, isn't the Kokomo system you're talking about here with your. <laughs> well, he just let computer. us know. He just let us know on our Discord channel that that's 34 years. Thank you very much for uh, helping me out there. Which um, this would be a great point in the show 
to mention, listeners, if you want to jump in and have fun and get to hear these episodes recorded live and have great discussions every day of the week, jump into our Discord. The The link is in the show notes, I'm sure. And yep. don't be afraid. Jump in there. We're having a lot of fun. So We hope to build a great community here, just a geek community. We talk about everything. I mean, we even someday we might even talk about uh, manscaping. We don't know. Just don't know. But Probably not, but we, it could happen, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, (laughs) this is a perfect segue here into a new segment that we're going to be doing. Now, every week, one of the hosts of the Digital Suit podcast will go ahead against the brick wall behind us. The spotlight's coming down on us, the mic in front of us, and we're going to do a little stand-up comedy. And we're going to do stand-up comedy with jokes we actually wrote. (laughs) I hope you're doing tonight's. So I, I do have the first episode, yes. Uh, on this episode, I am doing the first jokes. Ugh. And both Adam and Dave are like, nope, we're not going to do it. But come on, guys. This is fun. I, I did I did come up with one joke today. Just one joke? Okay, we'll Just save one. it because you are next oh, week. Oh, boy. You want us to actually try doing stand-up comedy? Yes. Well, you're going to see how oh, I do gosh. it, and you're going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's easy. No, we are not <laughs> going to have the presence of an Eddie Murphy or a uh, Louis C.K., um, no. or a Amy Schumer, which is Dave's favorite. <laughs> Yuck. I That's totally true. just dropped my stupid cell phone charger right in my cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, I just want to point out that uh, Midwest Matt Boy has now joined us. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. We're glad to have you. We're just Absolutely. about ready to start a little comedy right. here. Let's, let's hear it, Jason. <clears throat> Let me get ready, and then I'm going to go on to the first joke. Please save your laughter till after the joke is complete. I was driving to work the other day, and this guy was... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I was driving to work the other day, and this guy was up my ass the entire way. (laughs) I still can't believe I didn't see him when I sat down. I was super horny recently. I'm afraid afraid of what's going to happen here. All right, I'll I'll try to be quiet. (laughs) I was super horny recently. (laughs) Get, get, Get through it, get through it. I was super horny recently and wound up getting arrested while attempting to solicit a prostitute. Don't worry, though. My lawyer got me off. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully our uh, listeners like it. (laughs) It's just funny that, I mean, we're supposed to be like a family friendly show. Oh, well, we're changing so... up a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I guess we're going to have to label it explicit. Oh, no. oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, both of these jokes are nothing two. you wouldn't hear on regular family television. <laughs> That's kind of true. It so. is true. That was our first comedy oh. segment. Next I week. Just, I didn't expect it to go dirty. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. Next week will be Adam. Oh, no pressure. Oh. <sighs> 
now and and you don't have to go blue like i did but i just uh, thought okay now let me tell you okay i've tried these jokes out on some people i'm going to tell you that first joke i'm going to tell you what it originally was and not a single person laughed and that's why i decided to go blue okay here here was that first joke i said okay I, on my way to work the other day this guy behind me was on my butt the entire way to work I still can't believe I didn't see him when I sat down. So same punchline, but just yeah. changing, changing that yep. made people laugh like Adam. <laughs> the other people I, I told it to, they started laughing too. So you go uh, blue and you win is, is the moral of the story. Good grief. <laughs> so I, uh, Jesse, what'd you think of that joke? Did you like any of my jokes? <laughs> oh, listeners, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to start watching some uh, Andrew Dice Clay to come up with some jokes for my turn, I guess. <laughs> Probably. Oh, oh, man. We can't read that one, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, Jesse. We'll put it in the show notes. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh he approved he approved i hated laughing at it but it was funny <laughs> all right i do have a question for you guys okay so uh as our listeners know both uh, dave and adam they are do i want to say photographers i know dave is he does it uh semi-professionally he's like a semi-pro um he has all these gigs he does on the side for you know he's done weddings he's done a lot of work yeah, with I'm realtors novice. and stuff uh adam he likes to take uh you know just pictures of his dumps in the toilet but it's still art to me it's still art i can't wait for his book to come out that's called destroy my bowl <laughs> it's a coffee table book it is well why can you it? imagine oh my God. okay it, Adam, uh, let me tell you it. a quick story no way. here uh, let me tell you a quick story because yeah, one, of my like my one of my favorite podcasts i've listened to forever is the Tell Them Steve Dave podcast. They're they're one of these shows that's real big time type show. And um, early on in their run, I mean, they've been going for over 10 years, 11 years now. And their one guy that was on the show, Ming Chen, he was on Comic Book Men with them because um, these are the guys that were on there and Brian Quinn from uh, Impractical Jokers. And so they did a contest and this went on for like mm, three months, maybe where they had people, all of their listeners. I mean, we're talking people all over the world, hundreds of thousands of listeners. And they did a contest to have everyone send in the most destroyed toilet bowls. They, they could find like in <laughs> public, in public spaces. So like dingy truck stop bathrooms that have, you know, just crap on the wall, everything. I mean, just totally destroyed toilet bowls. And that's what we're talking about. Photos of poop, right? And they, <laughs> they had them all sent to this email. And Ming Chen, the, the their buddy, he had to go through. It was his job to kind of go through, kind of catalog them all. So then they could put them into a thing and pick a winner. And he went through, I don't know how many thousands of these photos as they kept coming in. And he was happy to help out the show. All to find out that at the very end of the contest... There was no contest. It was all just a giant prank on him oh. to, to make him look at thousands of destroyed toilet bowl photos. Oh. It was so brutal, but it was so funny. That's Dave, funny. you should have never told this on the show. We could have done that to Adam. <laughs> yeah, right. I somehow don't think Adam would agree to look through any of those. That doesn't sound like something I'd want to look through. But. Hey, okay. So before we go on to what we're going to talk about here in the photography realm, Dave just telling me that that just made me think of something. Would you guys, and I'm talking to you and uh, Dave and Adam here, 
would you two like to write jokes uh, for this segment or would you like to read jokes listeners submit? Uh, I'd rather read. I because yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not a funny guy. I'm not a joke writing guy. I, I oh, can I've be witty. Smelt, yeah, yeah. I I can be witty and throw out a one liner here and there. Um, but I, writing jokes, that's just not in my wheelhouse. I did come up with three, just in case you land that potential sponsor. <laughs> what that I agreed to. That's that's how I'm going to do mine. But um, well, let's let's do this. I'd rather because- read them. Yeah, because I'm hearing from our listeners that are listening right now that are in our in our live feed. Uh, they like the idea. So here's here's the only rules. I was a little blue, but not bluer than regular television, as I want to point out to Adam. I wasn't bluer than that because they say all kinds of stuff in regular TV, especially sitcoms. But how about we we don't have to be super clean, but don't don't be really dirty, but also original jokes. We don't want to be saying somebody else's jokes like we're Amy Schumer. <laughs> and, and I think we can reserve the right to reject any joke we want. Well, that's the fun part, though, because if it's something you're not uh, comfortable with, because maybe they'll do a period joke that you have to read, Adam. I'll tell you uh, what, we I'll would read all any enjoy joke. That. I don't care. Yeah, I'll read any joke. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> All right, so we're definitely um, we'll put this up on Twitter uh, and then of course on our Discord channel so everybody knows about it. But hey, write some jokes, people, that we will perform on the show. And if you want a certain way we perform it, like say, uh, like Adam, he's up next week, and if you want him to say it like he is a uh, a five year old, oh, and boy. he reads the joke like he's a five year old, what? <laughs> Why are you? Th- <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, uh, you know, Jesse, uh, one of our listeners here, he just he sends in a joke for Adam. It's something like, uh, "Yeah, so my dad was really reeling my mom last night." <laughs> oh boy! See, I just right, I just went on that little that little tangent there because I wanted to to make you do some extra editing, Jason, little bleeps and editing right there through my. Oh rant, no, so. I, I've already switched our uh, feed over to explicit, so we're cool. Oh, <laughs> did you really? No. no. Oh. <laughs> So, Jason, remember, you've got some editing to do. No, it's all going raw. I'm raw dogging this baby. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, Dave just signaled us to let us know that he does have to run to the restroom. He's got a little bit of IBS. But while we're waiting for him to get back, let's throw this on over to Adam. Adam, where can everybody catch Digital Soup? If you want to continue this conversation, you can follow at Digital Soupcast on Twitter, email us at geeks at digitalsouppodcast.com, or chat with us in the Super Happy Fun Room on Discord. But what you really should do is head on over to the home of Digital Soup at digitalsouppodcast.com, where you will find links to all of our social media, and you can stream the show over the interwebs in the Listen tab. Of course, if you have a second to help us out, we would love it if you could leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure to let everyone know that Digital Soup is back and better than ever. Okay, let's get back to the question that I have. So you guys are photographers, uh, an uh, amateur, budding amateur, and a semi-pro. And my wife is looking for a new lens for her Canon. And uh, she has the Canon Rebel T6. And she's looking for, uh, I believe, uh, I was talking to Dave a little bit uh, outside of the show, but uh, like a 7300, you know, we're, we're looking for something around the 2250 range. And we didn't want to go too much higher because she is very amateur. Like there's, there's Adam amateur 
And then there is, you know, super amateur, which is my wife. She hasn't been taking pictures very long, but she's she's enjoying it. And we want to get her that that lens to where we're up in the stands that she could get shots of uh, my oldest. She's a cheerleader and she also um, plays basketball here and there. I don't know if she's going to play this year because of all the COVID stuff. You know, they still are, you know, they make them wear masks and stuff uh, until they get on the floor. They, oh, we had a dance competition. We were this weekend and they were making some of the dancers wear masks while they danced. What? I'm not going to get into it, but it's just stupid. They, they are, I just came from dance recital. The entire performance, all of them are masked. You know what? They're gonna. Yeah, hi- it's got to be difficult. Yeah, they're gonna hyperventilate and pass out. That's what I think. But anyways, yeah, my- they didn't. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So, what kind of uh, lens are you thinking, Dave? Do you have any ideas of like uh, some model numbers or uh, maybe some tricks that she can use? Because, like I said, she doesn't know a whole lot about it. She's been experimenting. Uh, any advice you could give her for a lens that's going to be great? for sitting in the stands and being able to get action shots out on the field? Well, it's tricky because what, what's your wanting? It, it does exist. I mean, there are, there are good telephoto lenses you can get that'll let you shoot in low light and capture the action and do everything you want. What you're going to run into though, is that you want that at a 200, $250 price range, right? Because that doesn't exist. You know, to be to be perfectly frank, I mean the Hi, seventy frank. to three hundred, yeah. not at new anyway, right? And and the seventy to to three hundred lens that you're going to get, it's it's better than a, a standard kit lens you're going to get with a camera, but it's still basically a slow lens, if you know what I mean by that. It 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 doesn't let you go wide open at like f two point eight or you know one point eight or or anything like that. You're going to be stuck typically at f. 4.5 to 6.3 roughly in there <laughs> and usually that that means I, I know those numbers don't mean anything to you but what that basically <laughs> means is that you need more light coming into the lens mm-hmm. in order to freeze action and stop it you know is what you're thinking okay. so i i the reason why i was laughing is because at that very moment i know exactly how dave feels when adam and i start talking about uh, processor speeds and, <laughs> and oh the t- <laughs> and, and, yeah. and ram settings and all that yeah my eyes were just like a deer in headlights there i'm like <laughs> well think of it this way that f number it's the it's the size of the opening in the lens okay so the smaller the number the bigger the opening which means it's letting more light in Mm-hmm. So you can shoot in in dimmer conditions. All right. Okay, but, but now, I might not be an expert, but would that uh, lead to overexposure? Uh, not in dimmer conditions. If you were in a bright sunny day, it could. But that's where your shutter speed's just going to get faster up until you reach the limits there. That's a different ball game. Uh, okay. But what you're asking about in a in a dim you know evening situation on a football field where you've got stadium lights, um situations like that or on a stage where there's a dance recital on a stage and they've got basically things spotlighted you can use uh, i know when we were talking i sent you a link to it was a 70 to 300 that's around i can't a couple hundred dollars it's a little bit older lens it's Mm -hmm. it's not fantastic it's okay i sent you a link to a third-party lens made for canon cameras made by a company called Tamron. And actually that's a 70 to 300. Also the same speed lens is in terms of that F number, you know, the, the fastest it can go. Mm-hmm. 
And I would actually go with that one instead of the Canon offering because it seems to me just looking at uh, a number of different image samples, I probably looked at about 100 or so for each lens. It seemed that that Tamron one was a little bit sharper. And that being said, Canon also makes a, I believe it was a 55 to 200 or 55 to 250 or something like that. Relatively inexpensive, but they're hard to find new. That'd be a, a case where you're going to buy something used. And I, if you buy it from a reputable dealer, it's going to be as good as new. Okay. But that would be another one that's going to have, you know, from what I've looked at, better image quality than that standard Canon, you know, 70 to 300. Uh, now, go ahead. I was going to say, what's the next step up then? If I, I wanted to go a little bit more money, but not crazy, what's the next step up in life? Well, it's it's a big step because like they, they don't really have an yeah intermediary lens. You're looking at between fifteen, sixteen hundred and two thousand, you know, somewhere in there. That's to get into the Canon L glass, which is the fancy white lenses you see. Um there's seventy to two hundred there, for example, is around seventeen, eighteen hundred bucks, but it's an F two point eight lens. It's fast, meaning you can, you know, you can shoot in much dimmer conditions. Okay. Now when we were talking a little bit offline, the other thing to remember is if, if you go with something like that Tamron lens, I think that was between two and 300 right in there. Mm -hmm. It's going to perform well, but anytime, even with that $2,000, 70 to 200 lens, that that's still not going to guarantee you're going to get a, a clean shot because so much of it comes down to technique. It's going to come down to understanding your camera modes because this is where a, a camera feature called spot metering is your best friend because that way it's metering for the brightest part, which is going to be the skin that's lit up and all of the darkness behind you in the rest of the stadium or the night sky or on that stage or whatever it is, the camera will ignore that and expose just for the subject, your kids or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That'll help a lot. Um, I, I no. know... Map Boy is, is mentioning a good point. If if you can, yeah. a monopod or a tripod will help keep things a little sharper too. But that will that will help eliminate the motion blur coming from you hand holding that lens and your movements. What it will not do if it's a slower lens is it will not you know be able to freeze action because if if the subject's moving and dancing and cheering and everything else, if you're not shooting at a fast enough shutter speed, you're still going to get motion blur from your subject which you, you just like i said it all comes down to technique because you have to find the right balance between boosting your iso settings to keep yep. your shutter speed fast enough to freeze the action while also not completely underexposing the image to an unusable point you know remember in post-production you can you can bring up those exposure levels a bit without too much problem nowadays so all right i do i think one of the it, it would be good for if she gets the lens to practice with it a bunch mm -hmm. find the settings yep. that really work for for that particular lens and, and that way you can start applying it well exactly my question here okay so it looks like you know the industry is primed for somebody to jump in there and and develop like a five six hundred dollar lens because i mean there's such a wide gap in there but here's well, my next question. If if you were to jump up to the $1,500 uh, price point, at this mm -hmm. point, with the way phone cameras have gotten so good, uh, what? how much better would getting that $1,500 lens be for your entry-level DSLR camera or if you were to just go with uh, an iPhone 12? 
Which one no. would take better pictures? Uh, how are you going to zoom in, in with that? In telephoto, telephoto mode like this, reaching down to a stadium, hands down, that lens every every from the bleachers to the stadium, you'll never get an iPhone photo. But don't they have like external be, uh, zoom lenses for they, iPhones? They do. I wonder if there's any good. Has anybody ever tried those? You can get some of them that are okay. Companies like Moment, uh, they make some good ones. Um, but still, the problem you're going to have, low light conditions, your phone cannot shoot in low light anywhere near as well as a, a standard mm -hmm. camera, even though they're getting better, but they're using the kind of computational photography. And what that means, that's a problem. If you're taking pictures of like a night sky, they all have this new night mode. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. can work all right because you're pretty stationary. Your subjects are pretty stationary. But what it's doing is essentially taking a series of photos and averaging them out to remove noise, compiling them all together to boost the exposure to give you a quote-unquote night photo. It does all that in a series of seconds, but there's still time elapsing. And if you've got a moving subject like a dancer or a cheerleader you know, with your kids, yeah, it's not going to be able to lock in on her one position. So you're going to get weird you know, ghosting effects and it look like maybe there's, you know, four legs and six arms or who knows what, yeah. depending on how they're moving. <laughs> so the the biggest difference, I mean, if you're talking about a day-to-day -day walk around lens, not a massive telephoto or anything like that, um, your phone, the, these newer phones, they can, you know, compared to that Rebel T6, they can take pretty, uh, comparable photographs you know you you can get mm -hmm. some good photos with a phone the problem is when you're trying to do something in a specialty situation like what you're looking at it, it's going to be a struggle with a very you know entry-level camera like a t6 anyways but it's perfectly capable of doing it but you really as adam said have to practice and learn and understand in those conditions you're going to sacrifice something there is just no even with the high-end gear which nowadays they're getting really good with ISO. So you can crank up the ISO and be shooting at 12,000, you know, ISO and have very little noise. And that's, that's how these newer cameras are doing it. A, a Rebel T6 isn't going to have that same performance. You get up to 800,000, 1600 ISO. Those, those photos are going to get a little noisy, but some of that can be removed in post-processing mm -hmm. through Lightroom or Photoshop. Some of that you just got to learn to live with and say, well, what's more important, a, a a photograph that's so blurry and dark I can't see what's going on or a photograph that's nice and sharp and properly exposed but it's a little noisy. That's a trade-off. That's, that's where photography, you learn as you get more into it, there's always some sort of compromise you're making. So Boom. basically what I'm hearing here is, Jason, tell your wife to practice practice and if you need a telephoto lens if she doesn't have one yet between the the ones i looked at i'd absolutely go with that tamron okay it's a third party lens but they're a they're a high quality third party brand and if she hates it she can sell it there is a market right and you know at that at that price point with a matter of practice that's that's what it's going to come down to no matter what lens you get what camera combination it's practice because there is no camera combination lens camera body whatever it is that will let someone come in with zero experience and zero practice and make amazing photos in every condition. Well, why not? In, 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 in auto mode. It just doesn't work like that. That's <laughs> not what photography is and what it's about. <laughs> but what if it's just like an 80-year-old grandmother just want to get pictures of her grandkids? <laughs> Too bad. 
<sighs> Too bad. You got to put in the practice still, Granny. <laughs> Stupid grannies. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So our live people cannot hear this. Uh, but what's going on now is we're going to have another Digital Soup Quiz show. <laughs> you guys ready? Uh, you excited? Yeah. Yep. As- I'll probably lose again. I've been on a losing streak lately. <laughs> he is a pretty big loser. But here's the thing. So this is a musical one. Historically, Dave has been better at the musical so ones. So when you say musical, do you mean like, I'm singing in the rain? Or do you mean like rock music or something? Okay, so what we're doing here is I took a look at the Billboard Top 100 Greatest Songs of All Time. And then I went down to the top 10. And mm. and what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Originally, I was going to read two lines, two lines back to back from each song. And then if you could give me either the title of the song or the artist, you'd get one point. But if you could give me both, you get two points. So I wrote down the, the two lines. You know, I had them all written out and then I was practicing reading them. And I'm like, I can't stop myself from going with the tempo and starting to sing them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, okay, this is not going to work because no matter how hard I try, I start to get a little bit of rhythm while I'm singing them. I'm trying to just read them deadpan, but up, oh, I, I start to get the uh, the cadence of the song, and I'm like, well, that's the whole thing. You're going to get it. So here's what I did. I'm like, how can I get a robot to read this? And luckily enough, there's a lot of text to speech on the internet. A robot. Uh, yeah, a robot. So I actually got a robot to read these two lines and I have them all on my handy dandy soundboard here I am going to go ahead and play the clip you guys are going to go Adam or Dave and you're going to try to guess uh, hopefully both you want the artist and the song title but if you just get one or the other you get one point but if you get them both you get two hmm. alright let's kind of interesting huh you like Yep. alright all right, give me one second of course I'll edit this out but I have to get a uh a tally sheet going here, which I stupidly didn't have ready. Give you one second or one reason? Okay, uh, Phil. Adam, what's a song? <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me one reason. Give, oh, give me one second? No, give me one reason. <laughs> Tracy Chapman. Oh, turn right back around. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so that's similar to what this is. So let me go ahead yep. and play the first one. And I do not want you guys to Google this, okay? You're not Googling yep, this, yep. right? Okay, so so this is the number 10 song in the Billboard 100 Greatest Songs of All Time. This is the number 10 greatest song of all time. Are you ready? Yes. I took you to an intimate restaurant, then to a suggestive movie. Now, could you hear that well enough, or do I need to turn it up a little bit? Yeah, I I could hear it. But can our listeners hear it? No, they cannot. They cannot play along. Oh. Yeah, we found this out earlier that they could not hear it because it wasn't going through. But for you two, do you need to hear it again or do you well, Yes. Okay, here it comes again. I took you to an intimate restaurant, then to a suggestive movie. I hear typing. Who's typing? I'm I'm typing what you typed into the chat. Oh, okay. Well, they can hear me talk. They okay. just can't hear mm. what I'm playing on the soundboard. Is this that mar- mm. I don't know this one at all. I'm trying to think of the name, or, or I can't think of the name or the artist. Um, you can do it. There, there, is there negative points if I get it wrong? <laughs> no, there's not negative. Okay. I'm going to guess. Okay, go ahead. And the only thing I have, you don't have to, I won't get points, but 
Is this that that uh, pina colada? Do you like pina colada? No, no, no. Okay. You're gonna okay. So are you both? Is this giving up? physical by Olivia Newton-John? Okay, stop it. You just looked it up. No. That is that what it yes, is? Yes, it is. Oh my what? god! I didn't hear him say Dave. So yeah, Adam, no. <laughs> okay, Adam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get physical, Olivia. It is. Oh my god! So I got to give the two points uh, to Adam, Dave. I'm sorry. No, oh, no, they go to, they go to Dave. Okay, Dave. No, I I guessed wrong. I don't get points for it. I already guessed, and then yeah. I, I that okay. pina colada. So that, it just came to our, me after. Yeah, that's our test question. That's that, okay. Now we know how to okay. play it. Now we'll okay. All right. Well, here's the number nine song. Do not Google. Say, boy, let's not talk too much. Grab on my waist and put that body on me. It's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um. Our listeners are going to love it when they can actually hear it <laughs> during the show. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you need it again. Yeah, hear it again. Say, boy, let's not talk too much. Grab on my waist and put that body on me. Now, these are huge songs. These are the top ten mm. songs of all time. All time? I, and, I can and, hear the melody in my head, but I don't. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, that's... uh, Dave... Dave, my daughter listens to this song. It is, uh, it's it's Ed Sheeran, but what's the song? Um, um, something, something of you. What is it? Shape of you. Adam, should we call shenanigans? I think he got it. Shenanigans. This on is what? this is twice. He has no idea. Then all of a sudden, he's like, wait, yeah. No, no, no! I think you got I don't. It. I'm calling shenanigans, but I mean, I guess we'll let him. Oh, you got to sing it out in your head as you're listening to it, so it takes a minute. Because <laughs> it's it, otherwise yep. it's just insane. Yep. What's her hand? The, the robot voice in. is really good for this show because yeah, I, know, totally I love it. There's no emotion. Yeah. Okay, right. I gave Dave two points. Yes, you got both the artist and the song title. I've lost already. Yep. Go. All right, so here's the number eight song of all time. Now, come on, what was I supposed to do? He was out of town and his two friends were so fine. (laughs) You want it again? Yep. Now, come on, what was I supposed to do? He was out of town and his two friends were so fine. Remember, you just get either the title or the artist, you get one point. But if you get them both, you get two. I don't have it. I cannot remember this one. Dave, number eight song of all time. I know I'm thinking. I'm thinking what's going to be on the billboard. It sounds like a rap song, but that doesn't sound right. I wish there was like one more line. Well, that would make it too easy. I picked obscure lines out of it. Could I hear it one more time? Now, come on. What was I supposed to do? He was out of town and his two friends were so fine. Hmm. Oh wait, is that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have this one. Uh, All right, so you, this is got to be. You yeah, both yeah. Uh, are quitting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesse just said it was Intergalactic by Beastie Boys, and he can't hear it, but he's absolutely right. <laughs> no, he's guessing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're completely wrong, Jesse. This was a Macarena by Los Del Rio. Huh, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I know, I picked... Well, I guess I never knew the words of that. 
Yeah, that's all in well, Spanish. Hey, well, a lot of it is in Spanish, but there's a couple verses that are in English. And mm-hmm. like I said, I picked the most obscure. I think you read a translation. No, I read. I was on lyrics.com, boy. Okay. All right. So here we go. This is the number seven most uh, popular or biggest hit of all time for the Billboard 100. I feel stressed out. I want to let it go. Let's go way out, spaced out, and losing all control. Dave. Dave. That's, what's the name? It's the Black Eyed Peas. Um, yep, you got one point. Is it Got a Feeling? Yep. Got a I, Feeling. I Got a Feeling. That tonight's going to be a good night. I can't, without the melody, <laughs> this is just almost impossible for me. I, this is <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it is four to nothing, Adam. You Ugh. gotta come back. Shouldn't it be six to nothing at this point? No, because remember that oh, one yeah. I, the first I one guessed wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the next one is uh, "Don't Call It a Comeback." I've been here for years. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's the next one, number six, on the top 100 Billboard greatest songs of all time. This is Gazy Gazem. <laughs> Was that pretty good there? <laughs> not, not bad, really. 30, 30%. <laughs> what, what do you think, uh, Jesse? Good Casey? Oh, this one's going out. <laughs> no, never mind. Here we go. Tie jeans, tattoo, because I'm rock and roll. Half black, half white, domino. Again? Can I hear it one more time? Yeah. Tie jeans. That too, cause I'm rock and roll. Half black, half white, domino. Oh. I'm gonna give Adam a chance to guess, but I think I know it. Oh, you are absolutely correct, Jesse. It was Young at Heart by Frank Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) I love having this listener feedback. I really wish for the the instant feedback you guys could be listening to this too. We'll figure it out though. All right. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'll get. I'll. I'll guess then. If Adam, you don't have a guess. All right. Go ahead. No. It's every. Well, it's not the name of the song, but this is the everyday I'm shuffling tune. It's a party rock anthem by what is it? L F M A O or something? L M F A O? Yes, it is. And uh, every day I'm shuffling. Are we calling shenanigans yet, Adam? I listen to these songs with my kids. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Pretty sus. The ones I got right. What was it? Ed Sheeran. I didn't get the Macarena. Well, I didn't get Macarena right. And in Black Eyed Peas and part those all show up on Kids Bop albums, and that's what they listen <laughs> yeah, to. They'll like, show up in my Google search. Yeah, yeah no, no well, Google actually, searches. He probably Googled the Billboard Top 100 Greatest Songs of All Time and has the list of ten right there. No, <laughs> no, no, come on. Okay, here we go. Here's the next song. This is the number five. You're my world, my heart, my soul, and if you ever leave. Baby, you would take away everything good in my life. Dave. Dave. That's I can't remember who sings it. That's that's that. How do I live? Um, yes, it is. And if you ever leave, yeah. Um, I can't think of who sings that. What song is this? How do I live? How do I live without you? Who say, I can't think okay. of who sings it. Jesse's probably going to pop it up here any second. Do not look at that. He, He's not there. But oh, okay. Ahead. 
I I know I, I know the song, but I cannot think of who sings okay, it. Okay, so uh, you're done then, Dave. You just got the song title. Yeah. Adam, do you have the artist? Because uh, you guys could split the points here. No, I can't. I don't. It's driving me nuts. I can't think of who I, sings this it. This is terrible. This is the worst. <laughs> All right. It's a woman singer. I, right. I, I just can't think uh, of. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Leanne Rhymes. It is Leanne Rhymes. Oh. Boom. All right, so Adam's got one point. point. <laughs> Yay, on the board. Nope. No more goose egg. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the number four song. Fill my cup. Put some liquor in it. Take a sip. Sign <laughs> a check. Dave. That's uh, Uptown Funk by uh, Bruno Mars. Yep, two more points for Dave. That line, I always cringe because it's the, the liquor in it line, and I hear my kids sing that when they were like four and five years old. I was like, oh. They actually had the liquor line old. in the Kids Bop version? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure they were listening to the Kids Bop version? Put some chocolate uh, maybe it was the real version they listened to, but <laughs> yeah. it's not like it was a swear word or nothing, no. but yeah. <laughs> Smoking some luckies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Here is the number three. And by the way, there's no way for Adam to win, but we're still going to play. Number three. Now, on the sidewalk, with Sunday morning, uh huh, lies a body just oozing life. <laughs> Eek. Uh-huh. Sorry, uh-huh. I was laughing. Yeah. Play it again. Okay, here we go. Now, on the sidewalk, with Sunday morning, uh huh, lies a body just oozing life. <laughs> Eek. I don't know. Yeah. Eek. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that at uh-huh. all. No, it is old, by the way. way. Uh. Uh. <laughs> you, bo- you both giving up on this one? <laughs> I have no clue. Hold on. Uh, Are you Googling, Adam? Yeah, I'm giving up. No, I'm trying to okay, think. Okay, I'll play it again while you're thinking. Because it's hilarious. It is <laughs> now, on the sidewalk, who Sunday morning, uh-huh, lies a body just oozing life. Eek. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue on that. No, nope, I don't know. It's this Mac the Knife by Bobby Darren. What number was number. that? Number three, <laughs> greatest hit of all of time. all time. Billboard I've... Top 100. Oh. Yeah. Was that song really that? Popular I have no for idea. A long it's time. Old. All right. Jeez. So here's the number two. Wow. And it's just like the ocean under the moon. Oh, it's the same oh, as the emotion Adam. that I get uh, from Dave you. Dave beat you, Adam. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. That's uh, Smooth by uh, Santana and Rob Thomas. Yep, two more. Yeah. Dang it. So Adam knew and that it's one, it's just huh? like the ocean. Yeah, that one was pretty easy. Yep. All right, so here is the number one hit of all time on the Billboard Top 100. You should see my, my little sis. She really knows how to rock. Play it again. You Adam, should see my Adam. my little sis. She really knows how to rock. Beatles. <laughs> no. Wrong. Oh. That's uh is that the twist? Yes, it is the um, twist, t- like you didn't know with your screen having the Oh Chubby Checker. Yeah, that it goes oh, sorry, I like this. Wasn't that the next line? I, I called out the artist before I let you have a chance. But see, here's that. the thing. Dave? This is yeah. almost impossible to get. You are cheating. It is not if you know <laughs> lyrics. I openly admit 
I suck at this. Dave wins. That next line, isn't Dang. that the next line in that? You should see my little sis Girl or something. Who like this? Yep, exactly. Come on, baby. Yeah. All right, yeah, well, yeah. we got to play this, guys. You ready? Yeah. Oh, great. Usually Dave has won again. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back on top. As a result, put in as a result yep. of cheating. Hell, I did not cheat. <laughs> Usually cheat. <laughs> uh, even we're gonna even Jesse's in on it now, calling me Dave the cheater, and and Dave usually cheats. Come on. Well, you know what? Oh. It's just it's uh, as Adam said. It's very sus. Where you're like, you know what? I have yep. no idea what. Oh, I know it. <laughs> I couldn't possibly. I did that one that on, the first, on the first you. one. <laughs> In that, that's the only time I did that, or the second one, maybe. Uh, I forget. Hook, line, and sinker. All right. So I, I, I quit. Good job, yeah, Dave. Good job. Good you job. won, Dave. <laughs> but if Adam would have won, this is what we would have heard. Wait, what? Adam won? Someone check the tape. <laughs> well, I don't know why he's won the last two. <laughs> Helicopter baseball right there. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you guys think about having a robot do it? Does it make it a little bit more challenging? It may, oh, it's a lot more challenging, yeah. <laughs> it's really challenging, yeah. Nice Thanks. Work. It was a it lot was, of fun. And yes. I, I hope, you know, our listeners, when they actually get to hear the episode, they're going to enjoy it just as much. Although, it, surprisingly, Jesse really enjoyed it for not hearing anything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's, pre that's pretty hilarious here. <laughs> He's got gifts of helicopter and baseball in the chat. I love it. <laughs> All right. So I know before we get out of here, I know we're getting long. Have you guys been watching anything much lately? I mean, are you keeping up on the latest movie releases or, or shows? I watched a few things. Yeah. So you watch an Invincible? I know, Jason, you haven't. Uh, I watched uh, uh, most of the first episode, but I had to run. Uh, digging it. Mm, I am digging it. It's the season's over dark. now. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll marathon through it here a little bit. But as you know, I'm a huge Robert Kirkman fan uh, because I mm -hmm. love The Walking Dead. So, of course, you know, as I'm watching this, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm taking over your segment. And I don't mean to, no, but I literally just watched uh, the first episode or most of it yesterday. And here's mm -hmm. here's the thing. I'm enjoying it in the animated style, of course. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's good, but I keep thinking about what this would have been as a live action television series. I'm thinking, man, well, I, I don't know if, yeah. Uh, yeah, so far, at least what I've seen, I think it would have been sweet. Uh, I don't yeah, know how just, crazy it's going to get later. Uh, oh, it gets real crazy. Make sure you watch all the way through every episode because this show does some weird things with like the intro credit and the outros so there's some like post credits type stuff and mm -hmm. i know that i think it was the first episode there was like 20 minutes oh. after the credits in I the very first that. one most Adam. of the other ones <laughs> yeah most of the other ones Dang come it. in um and end it normally but i know there was a couple episodes especially early on where some really big stuff happens after that initial looks like the show's ending but it doesn't. It goes on to some more. Adam's like, so. that's why I was so confused. Yeah. No. What did you think of it, Adam? Are you? Did you finish the season? I did finish the season. This was a, uh, a surprise show that like, mm -hmm. I watched on a whim and went, and you'll remember, I yep. sent a message to you guys in Discord like, oh my gosh, you got to check this yeah, out. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think you would dig it. It's, it's one I've been kind of you know following for a little bit because it's based on a yeah, comic really of the good. same name, but it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's super. It's extremely brutal. entertaining. It's ultra gory and violent. Right, but it's a uh, a fascinating, good like 
I well, can't wait to see the next episode every time I watch it's it. It's surprisingly emotional. In fact, I think Midwest Mapboy jumped off to go watch it. Yeah, exactly. It, it's surprisingly <laughs> emotional, too. Like, mm-hmm. especially well by that season finale. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Robert Kirkman's Very a good. genius, and uh, Dave doesn't mm-hmm. like Walking Dead. I don't understand. I just, I'm, I'm burned on the zombie thing. I just, eh, it doesn't, it doesn't interest me much. Did you guys, have you heard of a movie called Cherry? It stars Tom Holland. Yes, I've heard of it. Did not. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it. it it's an intense about. watch, but if, if all you've ever seen Tom Holland in is Spider-Man, mm-hmm. buckle up because it starts out, he's like a, a nerdy college kid. And moves from there into he goes into the army and his experiences in the army and comes back like major shell shock PTSD kind of thing. And then transitions to he becomes a like a horrible, horrible drug addict into a bank robber. It, it's it's a crazy ride. It's super powerful. It gets panned by the critics a lot because it didn't talk seriously enough about the issues and whatever else. To me, I thought it was a a pretty solid okay. movie. It's not one you're going to watch multiple times, but very, very good. Now, what, I, I just wanted to bring these, that on. Uh, I think it was Apple TV or app. What's what's Apple's rental service? A- Apple Plus, I think is what it's called. Apple Plus, okay. yeah, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. Yep. So that was there. And then HBO Max, I, I just wanted to, to bounce a couple things. These are some things I've watched recently, and I wanted to get your thoughts. Do you guys watch the new Mortal Kombat? I yet? have not seen it yet. I did. What did you think without spoiling it for Jason? Oh, it's fine. Spoiler alert. Um, it sucked. That's basically <laughs> been the consensus I've been reading is it wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, <laughs> what it, it is just, it, it's no, it, it had hope. You know, when you see the previews, like, oh, sweet. They have right. modern special effects. This had a garbage story. Mortal Kombat's supposed to have a tournament, right? That yep. never shows up. I mean, there's no it's tournament. Just like... The humans in the <laughs> no, huh. no. Well, they do it's... have a, a reason why. You yeah, know, yeah, but it's it's weak. Mm, it's it's weak. weak. It's weak. The characters are weak. It's it, it, Kano is like the best character in there. Yeah, uh, he's actually hilarious. Like like Johnny Lawrence, hilarious. Although, yeah, but, uh, I, I did like though the fight scenes between. Um, like the one that kicks off the movie with before he's Sub Zero and um, what's his yeah. name, Hashi or yeah. But overall, it was like yeah. It, it just there's so many plot holes and the storyline mm-hmm. is so weak and it's like you can't make the first one was better. Really, I, I'd probably agree with that. I I took this as a very much a, if you're a fan of the games, like a big fan of the games, and you go in with low expectations. It's not a great movie. It's not. You know, and like Adam said, it kind of sucks in a lot of ways. The fight sequences are decent, but not great. But there are a ton of little Easter eggs, you know, throwbacks to the game and little references to stuff. But if you go into it with the expectation of, I I like this game and I'm not expecting much here. I just want to kind of check out for what is it, an hour and 15 minutes and not think about things. Mm, It's it's. Okay, it's yeah, I, I've spent I, I was, an hour. I was and, disappointed. Yeah, I've spent two hours watching much worse stuff. So, well, if I could, but it's not. I was gonna say not if, one I'll rewatch. If I could recommend a movie, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard a lot of good things about uh, this from people I work with. That movie, nobody. I've heard that's good, but I've heard that's very much a. Oh, what was it? What were they saying? Was it not John? It's Wick? Very like John Wick. 
Is oh, that man. what it was? Yeah, John Wick without Keanu. Oh, I'd probably enjoy it then. I yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But. Yeah, I, I, I got to check that out. But yeah, that's kind of disappointing about Mortal Kombat because I remember when those trailers first started coming out, uh, we were all kind of excited to see them do the property right. right I don't know yeah. why they, it was and it looked, ruin everything. You know, the, the trailers look good. Yep. You, you know, when you watch it, but all the best parts are literally in the trailers. Yep. Did you guys watch complete and, and finish up Falcon and Winter Soldier? I haven't seen one yep. episode yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> we won't spoil that. Okay. There's some Sounds stuff good. definitely going to, that's a big implications on the movie in there. So what did you think of it overall, Adam? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was really good. Um, they got a little, they got kind of political, mm. but uh, overall, I think they advanced the story, mm-hmm. and it's it was a, it was very entertaining. That the actors and everything's just still it's it's Marvel. Yeah. What do you, you know think I mean? uh, compared to WandaVision? Without spoiling, WandaVision, I I liked better. Okay. Okay. I don't know why, because like, WandaVision was confusing at first, but I right. think um, you know, it was just more entertaining storyline with a lot more questions and and like where's it going to go mm-hmm. next? Kind of turns. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where I think WandaVision was better. It looks like uh, Jesse agrees. You know what I'm concerned yeah. about, though? I'm really concerned about this Loki one coming up because uh, I've seen some more stuff on it, and it just it, it really seems like... How do I explain this? Uh, like it's more aimed towards kids. Some of the scenes that I've seen and stuff, it seems like it's more child-friendly where well it is on disney plus well yeah but wandavision was more straight yeah there was some stuff but it was more darker i think it was yeah i don't know i don't know what 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 have you guys seen on it have you been checking out any trailers or anything not really no trailer um well you need to check out what they have out there and then uh because i think that's the next one coming out right there's another another marvel uh television series yeah that's that's Lo- yeah. No, Loki's coming out. I think is it end of May, June. beginning of June. Yeah. Okay. I, I all I remember that I've seen is that someone made a meme that had WandaVision, and underneath it, it kind of talked about whatever the real life issues are, like grief, dealing with grief, and all of that that WandaVision dealt with. You know, and then under Falcon and Winter Soldier, it talked about you know kind of that the message of that that series was a lot more of like the equality and in social um kind of problems that the the world is facing today so that's what that one was about and loki underneath that it's describing it as being just about loki (laughs) it's going to be just silly nonsense we do have real-time feedback from our discord channel june 11th is when loki's premiering awesome looking forward to it yeah we're entering a point now with marvel between marvel and star wars as Loki hits basically every single month for the next year or two, I think we're going to have either a new series on Disney plus from either Marvel or star Wars. And the movies are going to start as well because black widow is in, is that June also? I think so I I believe unless it got pushed back to August or something like that, but we're basically hitting a point where every single month we're going to get either new Marvel or new star Wars between Disney plus and theaters. I think Black Widow is available through that Premiere Access. Are they going to release it that way for thirty? I think bucks it's already on there. Mm, I don't think it's out yet. Oh, it's not. No, I, I think. I saw it oh, there. that's that's for Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> the, the last one, Jason, you mentioned for kids. I think this is another Disney Plus one that 
is still in the you have to rent it to you know pay pay the 20 or 30 bucks whatever it was but it was getting big reviews so i watched it um that raya and the last dragon oh, okay yeah my did kids you, you watched watch it. i didn't watch it my kids did adam did you see that no not yet okay um it it's good it's it's a decent offering from disney but i i will say it's kind of i don't know it's well done, you know, like you'd expect, but storyline wise and everything else, it's very Disney formula for lack of a better term. So I, sure. I definitely wouldn't pay the money. Nothing new. No, okay. I, you know, and it's, it's, I, I think on my letterbox, they put something like it's a solid offering from the house of mouse, but pretty standard storytelling <laughs> and no real surprises sure. or, you know, anything like that. But the kids seem to like it, but I, if you haven't done it already, I wouldn't recommend paying the, Thirty dollars or whatever it was that I, that I did to, to wait uh, for it to become free. Right, it'll come Disney, free soon enough. It's a solid yeah. offering from the Rat King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rat King. That's all I had. I just wanted to wanted okay. to geek out and see what you guys have been watching, and if anyone, yeah, it sounds like we're kind of good stuff. Mostly caught up on the same stuff. Yeah, Jason, you, you got to watch Mortal Kombat before the next episode and let us know your Mortal thoughts. Yeah. Kombat. <laughs> I think it's time to call it here. So stay yeah. geeky. Don't ever change. Unless it's for the better. Take care, guys. Later, Gators. <laughs>